Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What up, Kings fans? Welcome back to Royal Rebounds, the Sacramento Kings YouTube channel for fans, by fans. The Kings close out the season at Golden 1 Center tonight, losing, unfortunately, to the New Orleans Pelicans, 123-109. Davion Mitchell sets a new career high in assists and actually a Sacramento Kings rookie record for most assists in a game for a rookie if you're watching on youtube please make sure to smash that like button and if you would like to join the royal family with calvin Vinny, and i make sure you hit that subscribe button as well that's right davion has all of us saying tyrese who today maybe not but he had a great game uh unfortunately the kings couldn't get the win steve glad your rockets are looking good let's break it down barry time for a nightcap if you're listening via your favorite podcast platform, we would appreciate a five-star rating. And if you would like to be a part of the show, you can always join us live here on YouTube after every single Kings game. We will be right back with your Sacramento Kings nightcap. We're here. We're drinking beers. And we're talking about your Sacramento Kings. Mm. What's up, Steven? Good to see you here in the chat. I'm glad your Rockets are looking good. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't look too good against our Sacramento Kings. But, hey, I got to brag <laughs> where I can. Hey, I mean, if your team and the Kings are just like this, if your team's only going to win about 20 games in a season, you notice when they look good. Everyone matters. Well, before we start the show today, I want to remind you all that support for Royal Rebounds is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package for your package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off in free shipping worldwide with the coupon code ROYALFAMILY, all capitals, one word, ROYALFAMILY, at manscaped.com will get you 20% off in free worldwide shipping. If my math is correct, Calvin, that's about 8 million balls. That's right. You know the deal. You can't root for the sacks unless you take care of your own. <laughs> What's up, Q-Kings? Good to see you in here early. Sass, you're here. The Lakers' first-round pick will fall between 7 and 9 and will convey to the Pelicans. The eighth slot has the 26.5% chance of getting into the top four. Wow. Sass, is that pick protected at all? Like top three or something? I wasn't really sure. What's up, Brian? Good to see you here. Lakers are out. It doesn't matter if they make a miraculous comeback or not. Pelicans officially seal the deal tonight. 
closing the door for the Lakers. So at least there's that for us Kings fans. Oh, Lakers lose 121-110. Oh, is it over? To the Suns. It is officially over. I mean, over. I, d- I didn't think they were going to win anyway. For the Lakers. So <laughs> congratulations. You know, I was a little bummed. I thought that I was going to miss out on this game because, uh, as you know, Calvin, we watch the games here on YouTube TV. The first quarter of the game was uh, the Sharks post game or pregame or something mm-hmm. i'm not a big uh hockey fan but i turn it on and i'm like the sharks what is going on here i know the kings aren't that good but this is the <laughs> last home game of the season and you're not even going to show it they ended up fixing that right at the end of the first quarter so i was able to watch second third fourth quarters we lose but hey more kings basketball more kings basketball this game was similar to the warriors game in that you know the pelicans kept making runs kings continued to work their way back into the game somehow, uh, but it was not enough, too little, too late, or too much. New Orleans down the stretch, Brandon Ingram and CJ, and Jackson Hayes with a career high tonight as well, or tied a career high, I believe. Yeah, you know what's crazy? So when I was watching this game today, I was like, all right, so the Pelicans had a superstar in Anthony Davis, right? As the Kings, we go ahead and trade our star, DeMarcus Cousins, to the Pelicans. We get back, you know, a first-round pick in Buddy Heald, another first-round pick. I think it was like Tyreek Evans, maybe Langston Galloway, something like that. Both of those. For for salary fillers. Then the Pelicans, um, you know, unfortunately, are forced with some bad luck. They They lose DeMarcus Cousins to injury. Anthony Davis wants out. They, they luckily win the draft lottery, get number one overall pick in Zion Williamson, who misses the entire season, and the Pelicans are still better than Sacramento. How does that work? They are. I, I'm not sure. Not that, sure how it works. That is crazy. I like that circus move by Davion. Davion had a great game, man. You know, if, if <laughs> I don't know how many assists he had max this season. Was it 17? For Tyrese Halliburton? Oh, for Tyrese? Uh, I, d- I don't know. I don't remember. I think he had more than that. I want to say he had like 19. One 19 game, in a game. I did not expect 17 out of Davion Mitchell tonight. No. That was very, very impressive. He's, you got to give him credit. He's been playing like a true point guard. I mean, he's been putting up 9 or 10 right around double-digit assist numbers for a while now. You know, five, six games in a row, it feels like. Maybe even more than that. One more announcement before we jump here into the box score. Harrison Barnes wins the Oscar Robertson Award for play on the court and stuff he's done uh, outside the court as well. So congratulations to HB. Yes, shout out to Harrison. We all know how active he is in the community. True professional. The the Sacramento community is grieving right now. So, you know, stuff like that is even more important in in a time like this. Yeah, honestly, I feel like if they traded Harrison Barnes, I'd probably miss him more off the court than I would on the court. And that's not a knock on HB. He's just a, a great person off the court. So I also saw Meta World Peace or Ron Artest or whatever he's known as now and Brad Miller sitting courtside, which is pretty cool. It was officially the last game in Golden One Center this season as the next two games are on the road. But Calvin, let's jump here into the box score. Well, another great performance from Damian Jones, a guy that we haven't mentioned yet. 22 points, four rebounds, one assist. He was 8 of 10 from the field. Uh, 5 of 5 at the line, too. The guy has been super efficient since he's been in the starting lineup for the Kings. Davion, another 40-minute game, 15 points, 17 assists, 
HB with 12, Jeremy Lamb with 15 points in 23 minutes off the bench, and uh, Metu, another 12 points to go along with six rebounds. The Kings shoot 91% at the foul line today, 20 of 22, and over 50% from the field. And they uh, didn't even lead for one minute of this game. Well, once again, you got to <laughs> stop the other team. It's not about <laughs> how well you shoot sometimes. Yeah, for me, it's it's you know all season long the Kings have just allowed other teams to shoot incredibly incredibly well from the three point line. It, it seems like teams are even making contested three pointers, and the Kings are missing wide open threes. We saw that again in this game. Pelicans shoot forty eight percent from three point range tonight, and you know you look at Sacramento only thirty six percent, but they only made one more. Oh no, sorry. They only yeah, they only made one more three than Sacramento. So I mean, eleven of thirty is not a horrible night from three. Uh, you know, if you were to tell me going into a game, it doesn't have to be the Kings, it could be any team. You could say, Hey man, your your team's gonna shoot fifty over fifty percent from the field, around thirty seven percent from three and ninety percent at the free throw line. I'd take that any time any night. Yeah. Yeah, they got out rebounded once again and the Kings uh Turn the ball over more than the Pelicans. And Bunch of turnovers. Th- those two things added together, point paints and all that stuff as well, just does not equal a win for Sacramento. So, unfortunately, they lose, but that's okay, guys. Everyone's rooting for a draft position at this point, and that's exactly what this loss did. Coming up next are the L.A. Clippers and the Suns. So, we will see uh, how Sacramento fares against those two teams. Yeah. We shall see. Is it safe to say Fox and Sabonis are out for the rest of the season? If they play now, I, I have no answer. I, I don't know what that would, what the thought process would be there. <laughs> What's up, Alex? Good to see you. Looking forward to the off season. Should be a really good one if we can make a splash like my Raiders. Sizzler time. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's what we're all hoping for. Just uh, not another mediocre off season. But, hey, the last two off seasons, I guess I could say, have been pretty uneventful for Sacramento, but they drafted well in both of those. And they were able to use uh, one of those to acquire an all-star, and the other one is killing it right now and in, in, uh, helping his trade value if he does end up getting traded. He really yeah, is. He, he's played so, so well. I, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very happy for Davion, especially after going through the middle of the season uh, when he was struggling with a shot and everybody was calling him a bust, wanted him gone, uh, <laughs> you know, thought he w- who was basically a nobody. I don't know where uh, Charlie's been in the chat. I haven't seen him in a long time, but I'd like to hear what Charlie thinks about Davion now here at the end of the season. But he, he set it all up for himself. The, the question is going to be how much can he improve in the offseason and what, what do the Kings do with him? You know, as, assuming he's not going to be part of a, a trade for a bigger piece. Yeah. If he's still on this team next year, does he start alongside De'Aaron Fox, or do, do you keep him coming off the bench? Are you worried that his production is going to suddenly drop again because now he's gone, he's uh, reserved from the bench again and not in the starting lineup? Uh, we'll, we'll have to see what happens. Fickle Kings fans have no faith. Uh, 16 years in coming, man. Where's, where's the faith? We're, we're trying, we're trying to bring it here, but it's, it's so hard. So we got to see Keita play 11 minutes tonight, one of three from the field, five points. What'd you like? What'd you dislike from him? Uh, I agree with Sass. It's just not enough. Like I I need to see him on the court more. I, I don't think that in that, in the sample size that you've been given from him yet, I've liked what I've seen, you know, in small pieces, 
Um, I think there's potential there, mm -hmm. but until I see him play more, I can't really get a make a good official determination. He's got to be on the court. It's, and now is the perfect time. I mean, it's, well, there's you, never been a better time. Do you read anything into his lack of time on the court right now? Like maybe that means he's not ready or? I think if that was the case, then he wouldn't have stuck with the team for this long. I mean, he was on a two-way deal anyway. So mm -hmm. if they felt he wasn't ready, what's the point of keeping him on the bench in Sacramento? Yeah. Why wouldn't he be playing in Stockton? Yeah, I mean, I, I think we're probably going to see the Clippers full force here in the next game because they are still fighting for positioning. But as far as, like, Phoenix goes, I think that they would be stupid to play any of their starters in this last game against Sacramento. And maybe that he gets a chance then. I hope so. Uh, they There was a report before this game, actually, saying Alvin Gentry saying that he Keita was going to play uh, considerable minutes in these final three games. You know, 11 minutes for a guy that hasn't played at all recently does seem like considerable minutes, but I would like to see him get more time than that. K-King says, I honestly believe that Fox has a fractured hand. In one of the games, Fox told one of the opponent's or opposing players and possibly murmured fractured it just speculation i hope you're wrong but you know we'll see uh, a lot of times you do uh see that you know players will be held out for the final whatever 10 games of the season with you know a undisclosed injury or they'll just say the body part and then after the season ends you find out oh this guy needs surgery to repair such and such or it was more serious than we thought. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. But hopefully that's not the case, but you never know. Yep. Techno Peasant, you are right here. The Clippers are locked in at the eighth seed right now uh, going into um, the plan. So we'll see what exactly happens with them here. Calvin, would you consider sitting Davion Mitchell for these next two games, or is this very valuable time that he needs? I think it's still valuable time. I don't know how much he needs it at this point. I think he's proven that he can play consistently at a high level. That being said, it it certainly doesn't hurt. It it could still be useful for him. I don't know if I would play him 40 minutes a game anymore. Yeah. But I would still play him, definitely. Yeah, it's like a weird balance at this point, right, where it's like injury versus you need extra playing time. And, you know, as a rookie, he's a young guy. Throw him out there. Give him some more time. And he has, uh, you know, a lot of leadership qualities about him. And this has kind of been his team, you know, for the final month of the season here. So I know a guy like him who's, I'm sure, very, very prideful. He probably wants to finish it finish it off, you know, these last two games with, with his teammates. Yeah. So Jeremy Lamb had a great game tonight. He did. He was probably a one bit of, of a his microwave today. Yeah, probably one of his best games of the season, or at least here in Sacramento. Twenty-three minutes, five and nine for the field, fifteen points, fifteen rebound, or sorry, five rebounds, five assists, a steal, a block. Great game for him. I heard them talking about uh, him in post game, saying that he could be a valuable member of this rotation next year. I think so. I mean, the the Kings definitely need shooters. Like they they, they need guys to f step into that role, and he could definitely be one of those people. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I mean, at this point, the Kings are basically looking at all these guys like who potentially fits in the next season. You know, maybe they're trying to figure that out. But also with all these moving pieces, trying to bring in a big name guy, 
maybe they'll have to clear some color, uh, salary cap space. We're not really sure at this point. Like, there's so many questions. I do know that May 17th is going to be a huge day in Sacramento. And it's of a big course, day for a lot of city, NBA cities. Yes, yeah, that is the NBA draft lottery if you haven't been paying attention. Priest says, I have faith that the Kings will turn it around. Ivan says, I also have faith that they will turn it around. I believe we will make the playoffs next year. Depending on the new coach, draft pick, trades, free agents, we are a good team. Just need a couple of players. You agree with that? I, I do agree with that. I mean, I felt that way this season. You know, I, I thought that they were going to be an improved team. Um, I, I, I wasn't. I thought they would be in the hunt for the for a playoff spot, a low playoff spot, you know, seven or eight, something like yeah. that. But they're still, you know, a few pieces away from really competing, at least on a year-to-year basis. And, and I think that you can say the exact same thing for them going into this offseason. Yeah, a couple pieces uh, and some coaching changes yeah. as well. Coaching is a big one, obviously. They, they need to get that one right. And I think the biggest thing for me is just health, right? Like, even if they were to bring back this entire same roster, which I don't think is, you know, the right move, but if they were, health is just huge. Like, we've seen the past two years De'Aaron Fox has ended the season on the bench. Uh, Sabonis is on the bench. We've seen guys miss a ton of games in and out of the lineup. Look at Rashawn Holmes and how many games he's missed this season. His role completely changed so health is going to be huge for the Kings. When you're relying on one or two players, it's even more and more important, right? Yeah, I mean, almost any every team in the league can say that, though. There's so many players this season that have missed considerable amount of time. A lot of them haven't even played a single second this year. You know, yep. the, the whole NBA needs to get healthy. Yeah, it really does. It really does. Uh, what type of Fox will we see at the beginning of next season, do you think? I hope we see the Fox that we saw, you know, the last time he was on the court this season yeah. for the Kings. But that's a tough question to answer, man. It's going to be up to him, ultimately. I, I hope uh, for both him and Davion's sake together, like those two should get in the gym every day in the offseason and, and work out together. I don't know what their relationship is like, how much they like or don't dislike or whatever each other or if they're even that close. Um, but they should they should become close. It, it would greatly benefit both of them, I think. I think he's going to start out really hot next season. And the reason I say that is because of DeMontis Sabonis. I feel like Deer and Fox has never had a guy on this roster that's kept him honest. Um, and not in, you know, lying or anything like that. But as far as, like, let's put in the work. We're a team. We're doing this together. He's never really had that guy. He's had a few different veterans that have kind of gone in and gone out. Uh, he had Tyrese Halliburton for a year and a half. But that's a younger guy that's kind of, you know, looking up to you. Now he has a guy that's made an all-star team a couple times. He's a hard worker. He has a running mate. So I think that they're going to put in a ton of time together this offseason. And I think that De'Aaron Fox is going to come out firing next year. I, I really do. And uh, I, I just hope he's worked on his jump shot. Yeah, yeah, that would obviously be a huge, uh, a huge thing for him to come into next season with a, a more reliable outside shot and maybe even a, a little bit more of a three point shot. But I was kind of thinking about that today as I'm watching the game. You know, this is going to be year six for De'Aaron next season, right? Yeah. 
he hasn't improved that outside shot really much at all in the first five seasons. At some point, you get to a, an area yeah. where you're like, I just don't know how much more you can improve. It's weird because some games he seems to be on it, and then other yeah. games he just doesn't look like he's even practiced. Right. It's wild. So we'll see. I, I've said it before, though. He doesn't, for me, he doesn't need a three-point shot to be, I won't say an all-star, but to be a you know, 20 to 23-point-a-night guy with, with 10, 7 to 10 assists as well. Mm-hmm. you know, and rebounds. He doesn't need a three-point shot at all. Yeah. So it, they will also have to take that into account with how they build out the rest of the team, though, right? You're going to have to surround him with more shooting, mm-hmm. him and Sabonis, in order for that, that offense to really flourish. But it's doable. It's definitely doable. In a post-game live, I, I saw Kenny Thomas and Kyle Draper, and they were talking a little bit about Sabonis. And I don't remember exactly which one of them said it, but one of them said, it might have been Kenny Thomas, he said, I see Sabonis more as a power forward than a center because he's he's not a shot blocker. Do you agree with that? And then what does that mean as far as like a guy that you're bringing in? Are are you looking for a center or are you looking for a versatile guy that can kind of like fit in wherever you need him? Well, I I don't think it really matters this much or at matters that much in today's NBA with how position positionless basketball is a phrase that I think that gets used too much, but like the the fact that guys you play guys to their skill sets now. You you don't play them mm-hmm. because they're a center or a power forward. Yep. Um I will also say that there are lots of power forwards in history who were great shot blockers, so that comment doesn't really do much Tim for Duncan. me. But um he Sabonis to me is most effective when he is able to be used in the low post but they flash him to the high post so that he has the ability to catch the ball at the free throw line, survey the court, and make great reads because he's a good passer. But he is not a stretch-the-floor type of player, Yeah. at least not yet. He, he's much more effective as the ox or the bull in the china shop down low. Maybe Fox and uh, Sabonis will be doing some three-point contests this offseason. Maybe they'll be challenging <laughs> each other, playing that's, horse. That's working. all good and everything, but... <laughs> it's easy to make shots when nobody's in the gym or when no yeah. one's around. Yeah, you, that's true. You know? That's true. I'm just so pissed that the Kings weren't involved in the Robert Covington trade. Like we just saw him absolutely kill it for the Clippers. And, you know, if I were to double down on this small ball lineup, having Robert Covington and Harrison Barnes play the three and the four and Sabonis at the five, I I don't think that's a bad lineup at all, especially if you're running and gunning up and down the court. Ray wants to know if you think... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. The Kings will make a big off-season trade. They're definitely going to try. Uh, that's one got to be 100% the main biggest goal of this offseason. Yeah. For for this team is some big transaction whether it's a free agent uh, acquisition or a trade that greatly improves the talent of this team. The, the question is, can they pull it off? Yeah, for me, there's two factors that I'm really looking at. Number one is what happens to the draft lottery, right? Like if the Kings get first, second, or third, they have a ton more bargaining power in uh, trading for a big guy. And number two is like, are we going to hear of one of these guys that wants out, like a uh, Rudy Gobert, uh, you know, a Donovan Mitchell, one of these guys that says, "That's it, I'm out, I've had enough." We've seen it; it happens almost every single ne- year now, sure over is. and over Julius and over. Randall. This year, it happened twice with yeah. the same guy and James Harden, right? So, I think that's what I'm waiting for: is which guy or guys are like, I need a new, ch- uh, you know, change of scenery. Um, and if the Kings are equipped with first, second, third, maybe even fifth pick, if they're willing to give up guys like Harrison Barnes, Rashawn Holmes, maybe even Davion Mitchell, they could make a big trade. But for me, it all depends on who is really going to be available because it doesn't matter how much draft capital you have, how many good players you have, and, and how ambitious you are. If no one wants to trade a player to you, then it takes two to tango. So Definitely. Ivan says, I think after watching videos, researching YouTube, Reddit, etc., either Kenny Atkinson, known for developing players, or David Vanterpool, defense, good player relationships are the two coaches we need. I've heard you talk a lot about Kenny. Uh, what are your thoughts on David Vanderpool? Uh, another, you know, really quality candidate. Uh, his, his name has come up not just this season, but in recent years uh, frequently. He, he had an interesting moment this season when he, I don't know if you remember during that game, I think they were playing the Clippers. He accidentally, or not accidentally, he intentionally interfered with a live pass that was deflected out of bounds. Oh, he, I think he got I missed fined that one. for it. I think, oh, yes, I do remember that. Um, that was kind of funny. That is just a weird side story. Above I don't and think beyond. It has anything to do with his qualities as a coach. It's going but, above and beyond, yeah. <laughs> man. We saw yeah, I mean, it, I Jason think he, Kidd do that with the bump me, you know, and spill his drink on the court. Yeah. Whatever it That's takes. That's true. Whatever it takes. <laughs> and sure, I mean, these are great ideas, getting them, getting them both. You know, one's the head coach, one's the lead assistant. The only problem with that is you have to bank on the fact that not both of them are going to accept head coaching jobs, you know, in the league somewhere. I, I think that would be uh, it would be a great scenario to actually play out, but I don't know how likely that is. Yeah. What's up, Dennis? Good to see you here. What up, Fred? You just got back from the game. That's cool. Let me know how it was. Last home game of the season, what was the environment like? I saw some empty seats in the stands, but I want to know what the feel was because when I was watching a post game and everything, people seemed pretty happy, which is surprising. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, they were. Vinny, can we do a quick little uh, preview of basketball at the bar? Yeah, yeah. I just want to remind you guys all real quick, starting April 11th, which is next week, Monday, we are less than a week away. Uh, We are debuting Basketball at the Bar. It's an all-NBA podcast here on the 
on YouTube, not on this channel, but on another channel. We'll be putting out live content Monday through Friday. Each show is going to be about an hour or so. Uh, we're going to be interacting with audience members and everybody in the chat. So make sure you guys stay tuned to that. Vinny's going to play you a quick little clip here, and I am going to post the link to the channel in the chat for you guys. Yeah, yeah. Ball so hard, you better believe me, it's scary. It's basketball, let the ball with Calvin and Barry. So put a tip in the jar, cause these dudes can really fill it up. Whether it's buckets you need enough just a beer in a cup. We're here, for fresh conversations, got some delicious libations. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notifications. My boys, got you covered like you being guarded by pay. From the glove to the cloth, and everyone else in between. Calvin and Barry got everything that you need. So sit back, relax, because we're starting the show. It's basketball at the bar, grab your drinks and let's go. Yeah, yeah. Grab a drink and let's go. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification. Let's get it. Your drinks and let's go. Hope you guys enjoy that. It's going to be a lot of fun, so make sure you guys subscribe. You know, our, our vision for that channel, uh, it's pretty ambitious. We'll see exactly how <laughs> fast it picks up, but... <laughs> Eventually, our goal is that we're going to go on a road trip across the United States. We're going to get a big RV or something, get our logo on the side, and we're going to travel and go to like a game and podcast live at a different bar every single night. We're going to be the new John Madden. Rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. So it should be a lot of fun. So we would appreciate all you guys' support. Um, We would love to make that happen. And it'd just be fun for everybody. So if you guys are interested in that, Check out the chat. I put the uh, the link in there, and uh, we would appreciate uh, subscribe. If you like drinks, if you like basketball, it's a great spot for you. If you like both of those things, doesn't get any better, right? It's the only sports bar you can take with you wherever you go. And there's no dress code either for anybody that likes, uh, you know, just hanging out with no <laughs> pants on or whatever. You are welcome. You're welcome. All right, Calvin. So I know we didn't want to do a really long podcast today because it's, you know, the last one. We're wrapping up the season, all that stuff. But let's talk a little bit about these next two games here. So Saturday and Sunday, which is weird, right? The Kings seem to have Wednesday, Thursday, Friday off. (laughs) They could have used some of these days off during the season, like early on. These games are rescheduled games, right? So they had to be there's a window for the NBA to put those games in. Yep. Um, so Saturday against the Clippers, then back to back Sunday in Phoenix against the Suns. Any thoughts on these games or is this just two more games on the calendar? You got to get up before the season's over. It's two more games on the calendar. You got, you got to play out all 82 games, right? You got to get them in if one you're, way or another. I mean, I feel like Davion Mitchell is is pretty much the leader, right, of this team, this bench team, right, right At now. At this point. He's I probably mean, I, the leader. I would say Damian Jones is rising up on that list as well. But, yeah, da- this has been Davion's team ever since Sabonis and Fox went to the bench. So if you're him and you're lo- like, you know, okay, we're eliminated from postseason play, blah, 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 all this – you know there's two more games coming up. What are you looking forward to, or what are you trying to prove in those two games? As an individual player? If you're Davion Mitchell or or uh, Damian Jones. I, I think you're just looking to continue continue playing well and staying in a rhythm. I, I don't think either of these guys necessarily has much to prove 
anymore. Like they've proven to me that they can play Mm -hmm. at a high level um, against, you know, they haven't played every team's uh, top list of players, but they've played a bunch of Ivan's going to be our DD here. Thank you, Ivan. Ivan's the DD for for basketball at the bar official. Um, So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you're, like I said, uh, there, there's not much left to prove, I think, for these guys. I mean, over the course of their careers, sure, they have more to prove. But mm-hmm. the, they're not going to prove anything to me in these last two games. It's just a, about continuing to stay in a rhythm, feeling confident out there. Um, it, you know, it's not so much about the, the individual numbers they put up. For Damian Jones, you know, he, he's going into a contract. Year, yeah, right. So very important. That definitely, I'm sure, has some motivation for him. He wants to continue to play well, uh, but there, it's not about schemes for me. It's not about, you know, will they hit 20 points or can Davion hit 10 assists? Uh, just stay in a rhythm, feel confident, you know, feel good about where your individual game is at, at by the end of the season. For Davion, you know, you make it through your first season in the nba that's a big accomplishment you know it is yeah whether or not you end as a starter or not it's a big accomplishment and he should feel really good about the way he's closed out this season is there anybody on this king's team that does need to prove something in these last two games i do think you know you could point to guys like jeremy lamb and trey lyles and just and josh jackson um they certainly have I think things to prove, maybe not for Sacramento, but even for another team who might want to pick them up in the off season. The guy I'm really looking at though, is Dante DiVincenzo. Mm-hmm. He's been very up and down for me. I mean, certain things he always brings to the table and we love it. His defensive effort, intensity, his rebounding, yeah. um, things like that. It's but pretty much o- his shooting offensively and playmaking, uh, his decision-making at times I think has been really bad. So f- for me, when we're talking about a guy that the Kings already seem to be pretty committed to and have been trying to get for a long time, a lot of people want to see him as a starter. People think he might be able to start next year. I think he's got the guy. He's the one guy that I'm really looking to uh, to have a, a good couple of games to finish out the year. And he's on a contract year as well, right? So he's basically playing for a contract at this point. Four turnovers for him tonight, only two assists which is unfortunate because I really like him a lot. Um, yeah. It's just like you said, it's been inconsistent, which is the Sacramento Kings, right? So you'd feel like he would be the perfect player. Derek says, I'm interested to see how Terrence Davis fits in next year. He could be an improvement at the two. Does that mean you want to start him at the two? And do you like him better, Derek, than Davion Mitchell starting at the two? Or Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah. Either one. What are right? your thoughts? Or Justin Holiday. Um, you know, I, I like Terrence Davis. And I feel bad for him because he was – he started off like a lot of Kings players did this year, slow. And then towards the middle of the year, he kind of really hit a good stride. And then, of course, he goes down and gets hurt. So it was unfortunate for him. Um, I'm For me, I'm still looking for upgrades Yeah. before I – pick any one of those guys to be my starter yeah i, I agree I, I still want bradley beal <laughs> or jalen brown and i know that's probably a big ask but i mean the team needs to improve i like terrence davis a lot 
But, you know, just like Dante DiVincenzo, he's been so inconsistent. That's why I think that, you know, the Pelicans really hit it out of the park in acquiring C.J. McCollum, you know, because that guy is, like, I like to think of it in terms of, like, fantasy football, right? Like, I have a few guys on my team that I draft every year that I'm like, it doesn't matter what team they're playing against. They are my starter because I know they're going to do it. The Kings need a guy like that at the two and at the four or the five, however you want to put Sabonis in there. But uh, none of these guys have really proven to me at this point that they are that guy, right? It's just too much inconsistency. And, you know, people forget that, you know, all these players in the NBA were all pretty much the best player on multiple teams in their life. Oh, yeah. And the only difference is that they are now in the NBA playing against the the best talent in the entire league. And the difference is the guys that can do it night in and night out. That is the main difference. That is the difference between a good player and a great player or a star. It really is. Ray says DiVincenzo will get the mid-level exception contract. Uh, I don't know about that. We'll see. We will see. I would like that. Any thoughts on uh, Alvin Gentry finishing out the season here in these two games? I mean, do you think that management has already made up their mind on him? If they win the next two games by 50 combined points, does that mean anything? They could win by 100 combined points, and it wouldn't change anything for me. Yeah, CJ changes things for the Pels. Yeah, he really does, man. That guy's a great player. He really is. And to think that he came back from a collapsed lung this season, that is outrageous. I I forgot that that even happened to him this year. Outrageous. Pretty wild. Wow. Um, Priest is making a pretty big uh, statement here. De'Aaron Fox will be traded because no player is safe, according to McNair. Depending on what you get in return for somebody like De'Aaron Fox, it's certainly something that that Monty and the, the Kings front office will think about this offseason. I, I believe they definitely will think about it. I don't yeah. know if they will actually pull the trigger on that. but And it comes down to what we were saying earlier, like who's actually going to be available? Like, yeah. oh, Bradley Beal? Yeah, I'll trade Deer and Fox, but am I going to trade Deer and Fox for a couple young guys and a couple draft picks? At this point, like, no, I'm not, because he's better than that. But uh, if I'm upgrading, I'm all in. Ivan says Atkinson is known for having a system, putting in structure to maximize his players' abilities. We saw that in Brooklyn. Yeah, that would be great to have. Yeah. Be great to have. And Sass, I think that's a good comment. Uh, you know, I, I agree with that 100%. The, the likelihood of De'Aaron Fox getting traded is pretty low for me because they just got Sabonis, and those guys have only played, what, like 20 games together or something? Not yeah. even? That, yeah, and the main goal here is not to make Deer and Fox happy because he's already locked up. The goal is to make Sabonis happy so that he re-signs. So you didn't right. just trade away a guy in Tyrese Halliburton that you basically control the next four years of his life for a guy that can leave you in a year and a half and say, oh, I like somewhere else. But, you know, he's said all the right things so far. Sabonis says, you know, he just wants a city that embraces him, that loves him. Like, I couldn't pick a better place than Sacramento. The fans do embrace, you know, pretty much every player that comes here. I even saw people with Costa Kufis jerseys a few years ago, which, <laughs> like, if you're going to embrace that guy. His least favorite NBA player of all time. Anybody's got a chance. Not least favorite of all time, but oh, yeah? least favorite on the least Kings. Favorite of all time? 
Oh man, I, I'd have to think a little bit deeper. In I was that. gonna say I don't even know if I have the answer to that question. Yeah, right now, so. I gotta I gotta dive a little bit deeper. <laughs> There's definitely some players on the Lakers that I strongly disliked. I don't like to use the word hate. It's just too strong of a word, you know. Okay, yeah, that's fine. I mean, sure, everybody. Well, not everybody, but a lot of people hated Jordan when the Bulls were good. A lot of people hated Kobe. I did. The I, I hated good. Kobe. Yeah. I gained a lot of respect for him once he retired. Yeah, because, that's, that's what I mean. Like those yeah. saying you hate Kobe Bryant doesn't mean to me that they're your least favorite player of yeah. all time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And also, yeah, Costa with the poster. <laughs> oh man, who's the most random Kings player? What does that mean? Uh, ever? I'd say Bruce Jenner. <laughs> He's oh, the yeah, most yeah, random yeah. Kings player yeah. ever. <laughs> Calvin, quit referring to her as <laughs> her sorry. old name. She was drafted as Bruce Jenner by the Kings. It's okay. I Caitlin still... Jenner was not drafted by the Kings. Yeah, just like Ron Artest played on the Kings. Meta yeah. World Peace never yeah. played for Sacramento. But then we could get in the semantics of like the Royals <laughs> and we the could. Kings we and could. wherever they're at. But oh man, rebound is right. Who would we get for Fox? I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much what it comes down to. At this point, you can't really answer that question. What's up, BB50? <laughs> What's his name is my Welcome least favorite, back. the dude that didn't even play for us. You talking about Buddy Heald, Dennis? <laughs> 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 I loved Ron Artest in the Kings, man. I, I had so much fun watching that guy. I even rooted for him when he went to Houston. Uh, he was so much fun to watch. And I remember there was that, like, story about him applying at, like, Circuit City or something so he could get a discount on TVs. He put his coach down as a reference. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm going to be the hookup. I'm going to be the hookup. And Dennis says Jason Terry. Oh, yeah, I remember Jason Terry. That's true. He was there for a hot second. I definitely dislike Jason Terry. But I do have to give him props. Dude got a championship tattoo and won the championship that same year. That's, that's ballsy. A, that's a baller move that's right there. That's pretty ballsy. You know he would have kept the tattoo, though. Even if yeah. they lost, <laughs> well, he would have been like, well, yeah. it's my goal. Yeah, it's yeah, what I'm working towards. Mm. That's funny. All right, Calvin, I think it's time to wrap it up here. I'm getting hungry. I want to head down to uh, Whaler's Village, get a Mai Tai, maybe some food. Oh, is that food. right? Yeah. Okay. Anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up the show here? Man. Oh, Chuck Hayes. That's a good one for me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Most random player ever. Or are you saying that's your least favorite NBA player of all? I don't even know which thread we're, we're going with here anymore. But. <laughs> oh, man. Did you guys hear about Ben Simmons' godfather getting the Sac State job? I, I heard about I that. Did I did not didn't, hear that. I did not know he was Ben Simmons' godfather. But a godfather can pretty much be anybody at this point, right? Like, at this point, you could choose somebody. Could always or, be oh yeah, but you could be like, oh yeah, will you be my ch yeah. child's godfather? Doesn't have to be a family. And they're like, member. yeah, he doesn't even have to pay child support or anything, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> uh, I really didn't like Chuck Hayes. That's funny. <laughs> I liked Chuck Hayes a lot when he was in Houston, but I didn't like him in Sacramento. He's just too small, man. He's like six five as a center. It's crazy. I mean, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. They went from Denied Yao Ming, 7-6. Oh, Yao Ming's out. Yeah. Chuck Hayes is coming in. <laughs> yeah, they lost no. a foot at the center position. Right? <laughs> oh, man, that's Coke hilarious. Machine Derek Williams. Uh, you guys are hilarious. Dude, 
when Derek Williams first got traded to Sacramento, he had that like off the. I think it was like a windmill three sixty oh, yeah. dunk or something. He had some great. Dunks. That I was like, oh my god, great this guy dunk. is great. I was so excited, and then I he's, saw him. He's actually had a very successful career overseas in Europe. He's yeah. been playing. He's played on a few different teams, but he's been. One of the, the Euro League's best players, I think, for le- the past couple of years. The Kings need to stop getting number two picks. Either don't draft <laughs> number true. two, don't yeah, trade yeah. for number two. Yeah. Like, we've seen this how many times now? Like, uh, Jabari Parker, all these guys. So Well, they didn't draft Jabari Parker. They traded for him. But just like Derek yeah. Williams. Yes. And yes, that's same, true. same result, pretty much. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up the show here. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate you all. Uh, shout out to all my Kings fans out there for staying strong. You know, 16 years not making the playoffs is a really long time. But, hey, all the bandwagons are going to be one hell of a party when they do make it. Though. Right? We'll be there. You we'll, better we'll believe be, we'll, we'll be, be there hosting for that. the party, Calvin. Yeah. All the bandwagons are off now. So we only got true Kings fans here, which, you know, you meet a Kings fan on the street especially here in Hawaii, you see someone wearing Kings gear, you know they are a true fan. So that's really what's up. So shout out to all you guys. Please like this video. Please subscribe to Royal Rebounds if you have not already. Make sure you subscribe to Basketball at the Bar if you're interested in uh, all NBA coverage starting April 11th. You guys all have a wonderful evening. And in the meantime, go Sacks. Yo, yo. Ball so hard, you better believe me, it's scary. It's basketball at the bar with Calvin and Barry. So put a tip in the jar, cause these dudes can really fill it up. Whether it's buckets you need enough just a beer in a cup. We're here for fresh conversations. Got some delicious libations. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notifications. My boys, got you covered like you being guarded by pay. From the glove to the cloud and everyone else in between. Calvin and Barry got everything that you need. So sit back, relax, because we're starting the show. It's basketball at the bar, grab your drinks and let's go. Yeah, yeah. Grab a drink and let's go. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification. Subscribe to the channel and turn on the notification. Let's get it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.